Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. My name is Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today, our reading is from Proverbs 14, verse 10. The heart knows its own bitterness, and no outsider shares in its joy. Over the past few days, we have been reflecting about what the Hebrew Bible calls the heart. The Hebrew word for heart is leb, and it means, yes, the physical organ that beats in our bodies, but also our entire being, our spirituality, our emotions, our thoughts, our minds, our inner being. When the Bible talks about the heart, it is thinking of us holistically. And so we've been talking about what weighs it down, what cheers it up, what makes the heart sick, and what heals it. Today, we're looking at what brings it bitterness and what gives it joy. Now, chapter 14 of Proverbs is primarily focused on the antithesis between righteous, the wise, and the wicked fool. But here, it diverts from that theme to share something new and refreshing. As much as people can relate to our experiences, whether they're good or bad, to our feelings, whether they're joy or sadness, and even perhaps understand a lot about us, no one, no one can fully know the depth of our joy and the depth of our sorrow. Now, this is both a comforting statement, for obviously it's very vulnerable to think that someone else or everybody knows everything about us, but it's also kind of like a sad statement, a bit of a lonely statement because then we feel like really nobody could actually know us. And the reality is that words are limited in their ability for us to be able to express what's in our hearts, whether it's good or bad. And while our bodies leak what's deep inside our bodies, inside our mind, still much of what is in our deep inner being is hidden behind the doors of our inner self. And sometimes the complexity of our emotions is so much that Even we are unable to understand the fullness of our pain or our joy. And things aren't always what they seem. Now, what's truly remarkable is that our hearts have the ability to hold both joy and grief at the same time. We're going to be talking about this today and tomorrow. But today, I want us to know this and remember this. Only God knows the secret in our hearts, the deep, deep feelings that are deep in our hearts. He's the only one, actually, that knows the full complexity of our emotions. Uh, Proverbs 17.3 says that the Lord is the tester of our hearts. Proverbs 21.2 says the Lord weighs the hearts. And Psalm 44.21 says God knows the secrets of the heart. So we need God to reveal our hearts to us. For even ourselves, we tend to be deceived about what's going on deep within us. Even, in, even if we have done it ourselves, even when we have some say in what's occurring, how we are deeply responding to the world around us, sometimes we're not even aware of that. And we have the risk of self-deception. It's something we all deal with. And so I want to just take a minute and reflect on that because I think that is wise. We need to ask God to help us to see our heart, remember, our inner self through His eyes, which are deeply wise. Verse 14, 12 says this, There is a way that seems right to a person, but its end is a way to death. I can think of many times when my emotions felt true, 
when I felt right and reasonable in what I was thinking, I was feeling and experiencing, but I wasn't. When I thought my bitterness was in check, but it wasn't. When I thought I was full of joy, but I wasn't. Many years ago, my father passed away, but before he did, I had a chance to write him a letter and and basically uh, forgive him for abandoning me and my family when I wasn't even a year old. I thought that writing the letter, when I wrote it, I cried. I, I did it out of the depth of my heart, and I really felt I had truly forgiven him, that I held no bitterness towards him. Well, then years later, we found out that he was dying of a brain tumor, and so I was invited to go and see him before he passed away, and we did. And when I walked into the hospital and I saw him laying in that hospital bed, in that moment, and out of my inner being came a deep sense of bitterness and anger, and I realized I had yet not forgiven him. There was bitterness hidden deep, deep, deep in my heart. And that's the case for a lot of us. The thing about self-deception is not always a bad thing. Because really, we can know way too much about what's inside of us, and that knowledge, it could be crushing. But sometimes, it really is, self-deception can be a useful tool. Greg A. Ten Elsoff, that's his name, he wrote a book called I Told Me So. Now, he's a philosopher and a professor of philosophy, but he wrote this book with a very grace-filled pastoral heart. And his book is all about self-deception, how obviously deception can be a very bad thing, but sometimes is actually a coping tool. For example, a cancer patient needs to hold on to hope. And and hope, it might be considered a form of self-deception, but that could be the very thing that a person with cancer needs to survive and to cope. Now, uh, Greg wrote this. He said, seeing the world from the perspective of another makes it possible to have a kind of empathy that would otherwise be impossible. In his wisdom, God has given us the capacity to be similarly gracious with ourselves. Everyone is ultimately an individual. Each one of us has our own deep inner thoughts. And our private thoughts and our feelings, they might be impossible for us to fully know, or more so for others to know. It may be hard for us to share it with others and let them know, but God knows them all. Jesus demonstrated knowledge in the hearts of people. He had the ability to know the thoughts of people with whom he came into contact. Multiple times Jesus knew the malice in someone's heart, the longing and the joy in people's hearts. In John 2, verse 25, it says, He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. God knows your heart. He knows your bitterness. He knows your struggle. He knows your pain. And he knows your joy even better than you do. Now, when we read this proverb again, where it says, The heart knows its own bitterness, and no outsider shares in its joy. The second line, no outsider shares in its joy, it's not really a a contrast to the first part, the heart knows its own bitterness. It's it's a common practice in the book of Proverbs. In, In this case, it's actually an expansion of the first statement. The heart knows its own bitterness because no one can even know the extent of its joy. Our joy, our gladness, our happiness is only fully known by our Lord, which is why the psalmist in Psalm 26, verse 2 can say, test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and mine. 
and why he can say in, in Psalm 38, verse 9, Lord, my every desire is in front of you. My sighing is not hidden from you. And lastly, Psalm 139, where the psalmist says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down, when I stand up, you understand my thoughts from far away. In fact, it shows that the God, God knows everything about the psalmist. And yet, at the end of this psalm, in verse 23, the psalmist is brave enough to ask God to search even deeper. He says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. I want to close in prayer for us to have the courage to have the Lord look deep in our hearts and find anything that is offensive to him, anything that is harmful to us, and that he would remove it and cleanse us from it. And if there's joy and happiness and peace, that he would augment those greater and greater, that we might feel them and share them with others from our abundance. Father, we thank you that you know our hearts. You know everything that is in our hearts. We feel known and seen, and we need that. So many of us, Lord, really need to feel seen and understood. So Lord, would you help us? Help us today. Know that you know us and that you love us still. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.